Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Sports Radio 610 presents The Drive with Sterner and Hughley. It's the 5 o'clock fire. Brought to you by Regions Bank. Ah, it is 5 o'clock. Congratulations. Hopefully you're off work. Luckily for you, old Dirty, the deal. The big deal. And uh, and Psycho T have the latest. And the latest is the injury report is out. And I'll give you the Texans real quick because we did talk about that a bit with Brandon Scott on the Texans report. But Brandon gave away one of the big ones. The Ravens injury report is out. And I think it is more significant. Now, Zay Flowers shows up on it. He was limited yesterday with the calf. He was a full participant today. Another one. Uh, Mark Andrews, who we've talked about today, has been on IR uh, here of late. He has been activated, and Clint, he went from limited to full. So he's going to go. He's a full practice, full participant. He will will practice in this game. But the two big ones here, Clint, is Marlon Humphrey, who Tyler said his last game – played was against the Miami Dolphins, which was uh, the second-to-last game in the December regular season. December the 31st. The second-to-last game in the regular season, December the 31st, uh, the game they clinched home field advantage throughout. He hasn't played since then and now hasn't practiced since then. So that is that is interesting. All this time off, and they still don't feel comfortable with him practicing. Clint. And then the other one is with illness and potentially since it is Wednesday <clears> – <throat> You think maybe Jadavion Clowney would potentially be all right? He uh, he uh, did not practice as well. He was new with an illness, so he didn't practice either. So Jadavion Clowney on Wednesday wasn't at practice today. The illness that one uh, that one is probably not as concerning to Saturday. But Clint Mark Andrews being officially it looks like officially back's a big one. Zay Flowers being full that calf not bothering as much as a big one. But the biggest thing there, Clint Marlon Humphrey. Uh, their cornerback, arguably their best cornerback, uh, is not. Uh, is is got you got to say he's in danger of missing this game right now if he hasn't played since December thirty first in that practice. Well, whether he's in danger of or or not, Ron. I mean, he he's clearly if he does play, there's there's an issue there. You know what I mean? There there's some kind of of issue there. Um, and, and we we heard Bobby Slowick earlier today. Um, he spoke to the media, and one of the one I don't remember what the question was, but. Um, one of his responses was, you know, sometimes we're studying and we're trying to figure out ways to attack scheme, and sometimes we're studying and we're trying to figure out ways to attack the player on that side of the ball. If Marlon Humphreys is injured, and it, and and if if there is going into the game, 
any belief that he's questionable and that there's a chance he might not play. And it's it's. I would expect Bobby Slowick and C.J. Stroud and the Texans offense to go at him, test it, to see how that calf is immediately. So um, if he doesn't play, obviously the impact is 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 huge in favor of the Texans. But if he does and he's ginger, woo, look out now. Yeah. I would expect Bobby to test him early. And, and Clint, man, you know this better than I do, but if you hadn't played since that Dolphins game December 31st, which means – then they basically had a bye week, week week 18 against the Steelers. Then they had a bye week anyway last week because they had the number one seed. And, man, it's Wednesday. The game's in a couple of days, yep. a few days. And they and they don't feel comfortable just even putting you in limited. That, that, that brings up a more serious thing. And, Clint, when you look at it now, Ronald Darby is in the fold. He is in there, and then Rocky Sin is in there potentially that they come in. And these are these are capable players, guys that have been around, but clearly drop-offs um, from Marlon Humphrey when he's right. And potentially something. Like, I would think, Clint, if he can't play, this, this affects in some way changes what McDonald potentially wants to do in the secondary, especially with what the Texans have done offensively in the passing game. I don't know if there's a thought of we want to make him uh, with the size that he brings with Nico or whatever. This has to do something for them uh, if he's not able to go. Well, yeah, the one thing you know is it damn sure doesn't mean nothing. I mean, yeah. there is – there's especially – like, I don't know if it if it impacts overall how you scheme, like from a great game plan perspective. But if, if we narrow it down to like, hey, in, in critical situations in the, in the ball game – where you would typically go man, maybe you still go man, but you lack the confidence that you t- that you usually have with Marlon Humphrey in there. Humphrey's in there. So it, so it, it, at the end of the day, um, it, it's one of their better players, um, a veteran player uh, that's seen a lot of it, had a lot thrown at him. Um, and without that guy, this defense is not as good as they are, obviously, with him. And so it would be advantage Texans. All right, uh, and, I, and I will give you the rest of – here is the injury report from the Texans. We talked about it a bit with – um, with uh, Brandon Scott, but here it is. These guys did not practice. Um, Will Anderson, Andrew Beck, Jonathan Grenard, Jerry Hughes, Sheldon Rankins. Limited uh, the, the of importance, Blake Cashman, Malik Collins, Christian Harris, Mechie, Denzel Perryman, Robert Woods was limited. Those were the important ones. They were limited, and so it looks like those guys will go. Clint, of the guys that didn't practice today, Will Anderson, Andrew Beck, Jonathan Grenard, Jerry Hughes, Sheldon Rankins. Are you concerned about the potential that any of those guys won't play? Jerry Hughes. Only one. I mean, yeah, Jerry this feels Hughes. like more of a rest thing with the other guys. Yeah, yeah. Look, I mean, I, I I, think there's – there's, I mean, the one thing week in, week out for the last month, you know, roughly, is that the defensive line has been on this list consistently. Whether it's in a limited role, did not practice role – and I think what we're doing is is we're dealing with um, a, a, a severe lack of depth, right? And and there's a severe lack of depth, but there's also a, a need to go through practice. And so how do you juggle that situation if you're D'Amico Ryans? And right now we've heard him say that it's this is a very friendly defensive scheme for defensive linemen. So with that in mind, you go, okay, well then – other than the physical aspect of practicing, it's clearly a plug-and-play defense. There's not a whole lot of adjustments that you make week to week. 
So what's more important, these guys getting rest or these guys going in there putting their hand in the dirt and, and, and firing off the rock when there's really no mental mental approach no that's, I shouldn't say that that's disrespectful there, there's just there's very limited um adjustments from week to week that need to be made by the defensive line and so I don't think it's a surprise that we see Will Anderson Jonathan Grenard Sheldon Rankins Malik Collins I mean going down the list the the, the big boys inside the entire starting defensive line and even some of the depth guys are on this list so yeah. I don't think I think that's by design yeah we'll see what, what rolls through I think it feels like especially since the emergence of Barnett, that the Jerry Hughes potential of missing a game doesn't seem to hit as much. Because Barnett, man, he's he's been as active as anybody. right? His hit on Flacco led to the interception that was returned for a touchdown. The first one, because Joe just gave out a couple, the first one to Steven Nelson. So he has been a big, big part of this team. Five o'clock fire. All right, man, to uh, one of the players in the NFL that I really root for, I just, I really hope. I I, I didn't think I was going to feel this way until this came out. Baker Mayfield, he's responding to C.J. Gardner-Johnson, who is a a deep, deep, I almost called him a D-bag. He kind of, that's not something, but he's a defensive back uh, who's been talking trash, Clint, about Baker. He said this about Baker, saying that, um, uh, when asked uh, about preparing for the Rams last week, Gardner Johnson said, uh, this group probably is one of the better groups we've done faced all year besides that Tampa group. If you give that Tampa group a good quarterback, that's a great group. Evans, Godwin, Russell Gage, that's a group, a great group I played against. I played against them for real. Mayfield responded to him saying, if you give them a good quarterback by saying, I don't think he really watched the film because he mentioned Russell Gage, and we love Russell, but Russell hasn't played a snap for us all year. <laughs> <laughs> like, what Like what are we doing here, man? Like, Detroit, like, calm down a little bit, man. You win your first playoff game in 30-plus years, and now you're now you going to come out and do this to Baker and do this. Like, I just, no reason, no reason. Uh, now, for me, like I was kind of pulling for the the line. Yeah, I agree. I was kind of pulling, but Bla- Baker's my guy. I like Baker. I thought the Cleveland Browns did his ass completely dirty, and 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 I like Baker. I always did at Oklahoma, right? Even my team. I was pissed off at my team, Kansas, <laughs> when those little kids wouldn't shake Baker's head. <laughs> Jayhawks are going down. And Baker gave him the little the little crotch grab, which I felt well deserved of those punk ass kids. All right. <laughs> But I like I like Baker. I like him. I hope he goes in there and dusts their ass now. I do what too. are you talking about, CJ Gardner Johnson? I'm with you. I was on the fence here. With I mean, I, I root you for like both. Dan, I like yeah. Dan Campbell. I, look, I love the story of the Detroit Lions. Anytime I've, I said this before, anytime that we can watch Ron in our in our lifetime, we get to watch watch like greatness is one thing. But it was like like LeBron winning the championship in Cleveland. Say it right. Again. Like say you, more. You, I, that's good. I well, I, I wasn't referring to the greatness of LeBron, even though he obviously is great. I'm yeah. just talking about like that him that and that, story, that a moment. championship in that city in, in in basketball. I mean, it was just it was. I'm here for it. Me too. I want to be a part. I want to be alive and see witness those things. And and I, I feel like that's something that could possibly happen in Detroit. Yeah, like but, the Cubs when they won it. Yeah, yeah. Here, but, the but, Red but, Sox, but you know, yeah. when when you and, and when you get down to it, 
it's like, okay, now you're going to make me pick one side of the Come game. on, man. I agree with you. If I, they had a great quarterback. I agree with you. And, Baker, and, and, and Baker's had a career year. Baker has had a really, really good there's year. There's nothing worse than the guy that talks like trash. And, and this is this is personal trash. Um, like, and, ha, and has no idea what the hell he's talking about. That's right, man. At least have it right. That's it. If you're gonna do Russell it, Russell Gage have it right. had played a damn snap this year for them. Like you're just bagging on on you're just bagging on on Baker because you don't like Bake. Yeah. Buy the kneecap off. I think he broke his leg. I think I remember that. I think he had a really bad injury. And Russell it. good good for Mayfield. See, not, good for Mayfield to not lean in differently. That was well very professional, well done, right there. I won't. I, I won't. I won't hold Baker. <laughs> I want Fayetteville running for the police in Fayetteville. Well, Baker. I mean, here, that's the big. I like you want Baker. Uh, that's from uh, the herd. That's, I, that's the all, one. I want. All joking aside, I mean, let him throw a touchdown over no, Gardner Johnson this weekend it. or something. You're probably gonna see a little bit of it. He got something. He got, I just oh, imagine walking Baker walking over towards him and pulling the Gary Bertier from Remember the Titans. It just points at him it'd like be great, <laughs> wouldn't it? Oh, it'd be great. Better win. Better win if you're going to do that. But it'd be great. Yeah, you too. You too. I bet you there's some cats in that locker room that said, damn, why? why?" (laughs) Hey, man. Five o'clock fire. Mike Evans going to dunk on your ass on one of these deep (laughs) deep balls. All right, uh, the Falcons, they're about it, Clint. They're interviewing Bill Belichick earlier this week. Now they've interviewed Jim Harbaugh. They're going big fish hunting. Uh, which many people think are the top two candidates, uh, obviously the most uh, published uh, head coaching candidates in this field right now. Uh, Jim Harbaugh, he's met with the Chargers already, and he has a contract on the table with the the Michigan Wolverines after winning that championship uh, over Washington last week. Clint, if you're looking at this, because right now we're seeing a lot of young coaches step out. We got one here, here in Houston with D'Amico Ryans and seeing what he's done. We've seen what Kevin O'Connell has done in Minnesota. Obviously, before that, Sean McVay and, and Shanahan is becoming the trend of things. Uh, LaFleur, uh, who's somebody on the text line, has lost their minds and thinks his job is in jeopardy. We've seen a lot of young, offensive-minded guys come up, get jobs, and succeed. Where would you put Jim Harbaugh at? With these young guys, these young coaches like Bobby Slowick, we're seeing Ben Johnson with Detroit we just talked about. Where would you put him if you were looking at hiring a coach this year? Jim Harbaugh's at the top of the list. He's top of the list. And I'm not a huge Jim Harbaugh guy. I'm just, I think Jim Harbaugh's at the top of the list. When you when you talk about uh, today's coach, you, you just outlined them all really well. But you, you want a guy that can relate to, to youngsters and, and – and relate in a different way than coaching through fear and making them miserable and and making them making them uh, you know worry about their job every single day. Um, Jim Harbaugh clearly has the ability to do that with what he's done at Michigan. You want a guy that's a, a good QB developer. Whether you look at him at the San Francisco 49ers and Kaepernick and Alex Smith in that situation, Andrew Luck at Stanford, JJ McCarthy at Michigan. I mean, he's got a way with with make whether it's him or it's somebody he's he's employing as a as a developer. He's got a way to make sure that that your quarterback he identifies the guys that can play and and he goes out and he makes sure he develops them and coaches them up to a spot where they can go out and have major success. And so, um, you know, I, I just and obviously the experience in the league is there in terms of having a ton of success in the league. Clearly, for me, Jim Jim Harbaugh is at the top of the list. Uh, the the other fellow you mentioned, 
All due respect, greatest coach of all time. <laughs> Bill in, in pro, yep, I'm out on Bill Belichick. You you can have you can have Bill. I don't want nothing to do with Bill Belichick. When you talk about the the, the way in which he runs his house, I question whether that's you know we've heard rumblings of guys and and how they they wanted out because of Bill Belichick, some of the greatest of all times. Um, we've watched him make terrible personnel decisions. We've watched him just destroy a, a quarterback's career. We've watched him. Uh, I mean, uh, build a roster that just is is the the worst in the league. We've watched him hire guys and and not be questioned. I don't know why, but not be questioned. Uh, again, for those that don't know, Bill Belichick hired Matt Patricia, a defensive minded, failed head coach, a former defensive coordinator, you go as know, his you? offensive play caller. And Joe, we, and, Joe and, and, Judge was his assistant. And and you turn the TV on, and damn near everybody on TV is talking about, oh boy, if you can get Bill Belichick, you go on fire your guy. If you can get Bill Belichick, you fire this guy and that guy. Hell no, nah, no thank you. I'm I'm out on that. Two things can be true: he's the greatest coach of all time, and his ass is done. Yeah, yeah, I, I, yeah. Jim, as as weird as Jim is, he he's kind of got an Andy Reid feel when Andy left Philly. And hadn't won a Super Bowl yet. You could still, there, you could tell there was still hunger there, but he yep. accomplished a lot. It feels like he's been to the Super Bowl, lost to his brother, been to multiple NFC Championship games. He's won a college championship. It feels like there's a real hunger for Jim to get over this this step. So I, I yeah, I, I tend to agree with you with Jim Harbaugh as somebody that he's completely different to me than Belichick. But somebody that that can really take this. Take this up. All right, it's Wednesday. I'm going to check in on Friday, too, but it's Wednesday. You can text in 713-572-4610, YouTube or Twitch. Where are you now as you take on the number one seed on the road at Baltimore? Where are is, Where is your concern meter today? 10 being extremely concerned that the Texans will lose. One being Texans ain't losing, baby. I ain't got no worries at all. Where are you? We'll discuss that coming up next. Sports Radio 610 presents The Drive with Sterner and Hughley. All right, welcome into The Drive, and uh, I'm going to check in right now. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. I get with people because I see some people texting in right now already filling themselves. This is what I said because we did this last week. I'm going to check back in on Friday now. All right, and I'll remember where you all are. All right, and and, and especially you two, and where I am. I'll remember. Where well, you I'll remember all are. where you are. Okay. Hopefully, you don't remember where you are, Tyler. Friday. Oh, I won't time, if Friday. I'm in Vegas. At Friday, he'll be. Yeah, he'll be. Found your flight yet? I don't know. Our head of scouting is failing us already. I told Ron. you, but I wouldn't. Well, I'm not scouting have, flights during our show, man. I don't know why you wouldn't be. 
during these breaks. Because we're doing a radio show. I know you're doing work. You got some free time. I believe if I had a if I had a Friday trip to Vegas on the line, I believe I and believe I'd be I'd be doing a little surfing. Nah, it'll I, work out. It'll work. There you go. I like your. Yeah. I'm not. It'll work. I'm an optimist. Hey, Bridge, you got you can always find a flight. He'll find, yeah, he'll get there. He'll do what he needs. That's to do. facts. Right, somebody. You think Megan's gonna stay back? No, no chance. You look at the uh, the, the wedding is one of her coworkers. Yeah, bring in that private. Yeah, I, th- I think you ought to go out Friday. Let her come out Saturday morning or something like that. That's not a bad idea. We'll throw that, that out way to you her. Can scout Friday. Yeah, it's a horrible thought. It's a great idea. I don't know if it's a good one to throw out. That way, out I don't have distractions <laughs> while I'm scouting for for that's you right. fellas. That's all right. That's right. You don't again, need distractions again. Man. On the surface, that sounds great. <laughs> like but to sell to her. Like, I'd, I'd rather you stay here so I'd go out Friday so I don't have any distractions to scout out for the boys. Well, I mean, do you think Slowick and D'Amico are watching film on the Ravens with their wives right there with them? No. No, but they're Great not all, But they're not also then one of them going to go to Vegas ahead of time and tell their wives, yo, no D'Amico, yo, chill out. I'm sure their wives will be in Baltimore for the game. Babe, I got I to gotta work right now. Baltimore. See you see in a few days. We're going to travel out ahead of time. You meet us down there. Yes, that's about right. It all Baltimore, adds up, man. Baltimore, Vegas, same thing. <laughs> work, Ron, work. It's all work, man. That's right. All falls under the work umbrella. <laughs> Vegas, Baltimore, crab cakes. Uh, how about that right in? Yeah, that, that's right. Gambling. There it is. Yes, that's why they all right, call it Sin City. Where is your concern meter? As I said right now, 10 being highly, highly concerned. Last week, on Wednesday, Clint was at a seven and a half with this Browns game. Later, told us he didn't see a a path on Wednesday that the the Texans could win the game against the Browns. Uh, but then it dropped. It did drop for him as we move further on to Friday. But where are you right now? Ten being extremely concerned, one being no concern. I am good all the way in terms of the Texans winning this game, winning this game on the road at Baltimore. Clint, the first one. I'm at a one uh, show. It's Ron, by the way. Texans get an early lead, and Lamar gives us one or two turnovers. Ball game. Another one. My concern level one. Not worried. We're a different team now. I know they're exactly the same. What is your? Where is your concern level? Well, I, I agree with the point that's made, just not the number they shared. I, I'm I'm uh, <laughs> I'm at an eight. I'm I'm worried about this one, boys. I mean this this is. Uh, you know, I, I look at the Texans, and and I think every week since the Indy game, obviously the last two ball games, this team has taken a huge stride. All of a sudden, you go from potentially not being in the playoffs to winning the division and hosting a, a home playoff game, uh, to going out and 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 really just snatch of a really good football team that included the best defense in the league, uh, and you did it in impressive fashion. Uh, so obviously, you take a huge step forward, uh, in, in my opinion, in terms of the caliber team that you are. But then, unfortunately, in the second round, you got to go on the road and you've got to play the best team in football. Not in the AFC, the best team in football that has peaked at the right time and and like impressively beat up on a handful of the better teams in the league recently. Nobody beats up the 49ers. Their quarterback's in a different system, and he's still an MVP. Their defense is, again, arguably one of the best in the league. Um, This is one for me. You you go from playing indoors to playing outdoors. Um, You go from having a great atmosphere that's in your corner to having a great, great atmosphere that is going to be in the opponent's corner. 
Um, this one for me, Ron, I'm 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 struggling with right now. I'm I'm at an eight of concern. Eight, eight level concern. of concern is an I eight. I see some people coming in. Three were dangerous, playing with house money and hot right now. We're like the Phillies in 2022. Five on the concern level. Obviously, Baltimore is a really good team, but I like the way things. Damn, these things are coming in hot and heavy. Uh, but I like the way things line up for the Texans with Lamar being off for three weeks and not having the best playoff track record and the Texans being the hottest team in the league right now. So I think they have a good chance to win the game. Some would argue that the that the, the Ravens were pretty hot. I know that's what Lamar said. They lost their game, their last game to the Steelers where they didn't play anybody. But um, listen, I for those of you who do not have a concern, I I, I you're lying. I'll just say that you're you're hold on. So you're lying, or you don't know football, <laughs> and I don't think. Well, some of you don't know football, uh, but you're lying to yourself. They have the league MVP for the second time, and I'm certain he's like 27. Uh, they've got arguably the number one defense, the number one scoring defense, the team, the defense that leads the league in sacks right now. They beat the brakes off of the San Francisco 49ers. Clint, you know the Niners. Nobody physically just dominates the 49ers the way that the Baltimore Ravens did up front and in all over the place. So, listen, I know you can be confident in your Texans, but for you to say that you don't have any concern, stop. You're lying. I'm at a seven, all right? I'm at a seven right now, and I am highly concerned about the chances for this team winning. To, the, to echo all the points you made about them being the best team in football right now, Clint, Lamar Jackson has been the best player in the league right now and is going to win the MVP. It's been a long time, Clinton, this team has faced a top 10 quarterback. Yeah. I mean, you like you go start to look at what they have what they faced. Yep. It is they have not, I mean, depending on how you feel about Trevor Lawrence, and I would think this year about Trevor Lawrence, you don't feel top 10. It's Joe Burrow. Is the last is the last top quarterback. Yeah. I mean, it's Russ and it's Trav and it's Trevor Lawrence in the last. They've faced Flacco twice. They've faced a com faced a combination of of uh, of Tannehill and and Will, Will Levis. Levis. Minshew twice. Minshew twice. Bryce Young Minshew once. once here recently. They faced. Uh, well, they got, but they got. Yeah, they but got I'm just saying on. since Burrow, since Burrow, the last oh, yeah, time yeah, they yeah, faced somebody. Kyler in his second game, like they got up, they Kenny ran Pickett. it to Zach Wilson. He uh, can't play dead. You know, they horrible. just haven't faced quarterbacks in a while since Burrow. That that is that's the truth. Top ten right now. They've seen that in a long time. So that goes a Super Bowl winner, guys. I mean, come on now. He's a Super Bowl. He got two winner. ten playoff wins. Yeah, I mean, he's <laughs> the fourth guy they turn to. You. Right. I'm you. just saying. Right. He's not. You know, Joe's not a Joe. I don't think Joe's ever been an elite quarterback. He damn sure ain't been at 38. He's played the the best, right? Like that to, to bring up Flacco. That's the closest thing they have gotten to a top level quarterback, right? And so that that's yeah, it. I think it's fair. That's the and Baker, him and Kyler, like that in a while since Joe. Yeah. Like that's just mm. that's that's been a that's it's been a while. So I just I, I look at that. And I think there's a, a high level of concern. The one thing that I do believe, and I think it is a big deal, is I do not believe that CJ will lay an egg, and I do believe that the Texans will come in and it won't be too big of a scene. I don't think we'll get in here and you'll see like, damn, they just wasn't 
They wouldn't. This was too big. This moment was too big because I don't think their leader feels that way. So I do feel that way, but I, it's an uphill battle. It's a reason why, as Clint said, the line has moved up in some in some cases. Nine, nine and a half right now. All right. Uh, looking at this, because I do think this is very important, one of the improved parts of this Ravens team is their passing game. All right. And the Texans had some success against their passing game in week one. If you look at it, who is the number one guy in the passing game, you want to take away from Lamar. If you're D'Amico, who is that guy? We'll discuss that next. Sports Radio 610 presents The Drive with Sterner and Hughley. All right, welcome back into The Drive. Hey, remember, stay stay with us. Well, you're going to hear this a lot uh, because it's, it's going to be big time. We always have great, great fun on our football Fridays and uh, – the latest will be coming up on Friday. There it is. Yeah, hell, let's get it. Uh, yeah, That's it. Yeah, let's That's going to be a damn party yeah, right there now. Hey. It's going to be a party now. All right. Now, Look football out now. Friday. That's what happens when you get the playoff edition. Glad my mic, glad my mic right right there. <laughs> there you go. It's going to be a damn party out here. We'll be at Tom's Watch Bar again. It was so great. Why not do it again? We had a great time there, uh, a, a great spot to watch sporting events and to have a party like we're gonna have so they're nice gonna have to drinks all over the place i'm gonna be canned i'm gonna be drinking i'll be eating all <laughs> through that bad boy it's gonna be I'm a hell of a time man i'll be taking shots i'll be drinking tall boys i'm you going done? all the way are you done four o'clock i'm gonna be lit you hear that park park i'm gonna be lit Head the slammer. You I'm done. gonna have some of that salmon somebody ordered last week <laughs> i'm gonna have some of them chicken wings don't worry about it red so many good meats. Don't worry about it, Red. Old Dirty ain't going to let it happen. I have my uh, cucumbers. Uh, you going to eat your ass in the parking garage just like you did last time, and you're going to have some cucumbers about midway through the show. That's what you're going to have. And and, uh, and I'm going to make sure that waitress keeps that water bottle back on there on that windowsill behind us. We gotta, that's, we gotta uh, that's how this thing's going to unfold on Thursday. Now, me on the Why other did hand, somebody order me a shot of pineapple juice? It's a lot of sugar. Well, right, I, I don't. Right. I, I don't. Th- I don't think people realize what you're. What you're doing. I. I, I think there's. I mean, pineapple juice from that's just eating healthy is not a big deal. I hear pineapple juice has a quite the effect on your your love juices. I mean, I think pineapple. Oh, does it? That's what I hear. Seven one three five seven two four six ten. Can anyone confirm that? Byron, is, can you confirm is that? Is pineapple juice an aphrodisiac? Yes. No, yeah. not an aphrodisiac necessarily, but I. I hear it. Uh. Can make certain things uh, a bit sweeter for for both men and women. Do you follow me? I don't. I I, I do, <clears throat> and he does too. What are you are you dipping it? You dipping stuff in stuff? Uh, I've never done that, but I think some people do. Oh, I think I get it now. <laughs> I think I get it yeah, now. Just taste the rainbow, Clint. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm, yeah, I mean, <laughs> we lost, we've lost Byron, by <laughs> so, the way, yeah. right here. <laughs> we lost Byron, by the way, right here. Uh, uh, anyhow, we'll be out there uh, coming up. Uh, Tom's Watch Bar uh, right there uh, downtown next to House of Blues. It'll be a good time, 2 to 6. And we're not empty-handed. We got a lot of a lot of prizes that you have a chance to win. Yes, Multiple we do. Multiple prizes. And, not, and this isn't it, but, not incl- but including these three prizes, your chance to win an autographed football jersey. Uh, a, a real game football jersey from Laramie Tunzel, an autographed football, a real football uh, that the that they use on Sundays, autographed by Derek Stingley Jr., and then a game size helmet 
uh, a game size helmet uh, signed by C.J. Stroud. So it's not a mini helmet. It's not a mini helmet. It's not a mini helmet. I've had a couple of those. It is not a mini helmet. It's the real deal. And uh, you got a chance to win that and those three and among other prizes, right? That won't be it. We're going to be hooking you oh, up. Oh, we got other ones coming, Oh, uh, we too. got other things. Uh, i I, I got to wait till they're confirmed on the specifics that could be given. But it's going to be other things out there that you can win. All right? You got I'll a chance damn. to tell you, man. We, we, we got you. We got you covered on this Football Friday coming up. Watch Bar. So many of you have been wondering, where are we going to be? Where are we going to be? Go to, we'll be at Tom's Watch Bar, 2 to 6 on Friday. Not tomorrow, on Friday. You're welcome to show up there tomorrow if you like. We won't be there, but Friday, we will be there. All right, Clint, I'm really curious to your answer to this. Tyler, I'm curious to your answer to this as well. 713-572-4610. You can jump in and send this in as well. Listen, what, what was it years past, Clint? It was the Ravens. You got to stop to run. They're going to pound it. They're going to run it, and they're going to keep going until they stop, and then they're going to hit you over the top. That was the deal with Marquise Brown when he was there. They would do that. Now, Clint, they've expanded their game, and they've done this with a new coordinator, Todd Malkin, in from Georgia, and they go out, and they have a ton of receiving threats, Clint. We obviously know Mark Andrews. He is a full participant and will play. Zay Flowers, who they drafted with their top pick in the draft, he has been a big addition. They go and sign Odell Beckham, Bateman, who they drafted a couple years ago, and Isaiah Likely, who we've talked about today, has has really improved and has become a big-time pass target for them, especially since Andrews has been injured. He stepped up big time. They've got a lot of options, and they throw the football and spread it around more than they did in the past. They're not just run it down your throats. They will do that, but they're not just that. If you had to take away one passing threat from this offense from Lamar, if you're going to go in and say, I'm going to take one away, who is that guy? As I said, those available guys, Mark Andrews, Zach, uh, Zay Flowers, Odell, Bateman, Likely, who is it that you would say, if i got to come in, if I'm D'Amico, if I'm Matt Burke, i got to take one of these threats away, who is it? It's Zay Flowers for me. Um for several reasons. I mean, Zay Flowers, I feel like, is the only one that from a speed perspective is going to strike fear in anybody. Now, likely can run for a tight end, but he's not a guy that's going to just strike fear in folks. Zay Flowers will strike fear in folks, whether that's running, running, taking the top off the defense or that's that's hitting a crease that's, that's there in the screen game or it's turning the corner after catching the ball on some kind of speed sweep action. Zay Flowers is is the speed factor uh, outside of of Lamar Jackson. Obviously, I'm talking about pass catchers here, um, and Zay Flowers is the the move player in this offense. The guy that's going to be in motion a lot more. A guy that that can touch the football, whether it's in the run game or the pass game, whether it's in a screen game, quick game, mid range game, or deep pass game. Uh, Zay Flowers is the guy to me that if you take him out of this mix then you eliminate a true X-factor type of player. Lamar's the other X-factor. Uh, obviously, Mark Andrews is a great player, um, but but from an X-factor perspective, it's it's um, outside of Lamar, it's Zay Flowers. So I, I got to ride with, with Zay. If I could remove one guy, it's Zay Flowers. Um, someone, t- people texting in, Odell Beckham Jr. or Zay would be the answer for them. Mark Andrews. Uh, is, is coming in as well. Who's the number one? If you if you were D'Amico mm. and Matt Burke, and you said I'm gonna I'm gonna try my best to take away this target from Lamar in their passing game, who would it be? 
Listen, Mark Andrews, we've talked about, he is his safety blanket. And not just a safety blanket. He's like some of the better tight ends in the league where he can make explosive plays. He can make 20-plus yard chunk plays. And he loves to, to hit him in the middle of the field. So he is the one he has the most chemistry with. They've been together for years. But the same reason, Clint, to me why last week it was you have got to put a handle on Amari Cooper and not as much in Joku, who is a pro bowler as well. It's to the point you're making. It's the big plays. It's the big, big plays, the big chunk plays. And Zay Flowers is not just capable of getting 20-yard plays. Zay Flowers is capable of getting 40-yard plays. Yep. And big plays and going to the house and opening up things. And then if he like like you think about it early. And and if if he gets a big play early, you're on alert immediately. And that potentially opens up things everywhere else because you have got to allocate resources towards him because you don't want big, big plays to keep coming on you. So I I, I am I am in agree I am in agreement with you that Zay Flowers is the guy to me that if I if I'm telling you, man, I want to stop the big plays. I want to stop the the major plays that helps you score easier. I think with 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 Mark Andrews, yes, he can make big plays, but it, it you don't. I'm yeah. less fearful that he is just going to bam one play in, into the house. Well, there's guys that that strain a defense. There's guys that that um, that worry a defense. There, there's the, the guys that even when you have things right and you've got them covered or or they've got the ball in their hand and you've got them corralled, the guy that can can make something out of nothing, to me that guy is the one that you better keep an eye on. Uh, you can't don't let him run free because it, it turns into like Mark Andrews, if you let him run across the middle of the field, he's gonna catch it for a chunk play. Um, but you better be able to get him on the ground, right? Um, if he's bigger and 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 stronger than the guy you got covering, he's probably gonna make the catch. Zay Flowers is a guy that can catch it behind the line of scrimmage and take it 70. Zay Flowers is a guy that can catch it and avoid in the defense or something somewhere, reverse field, and and turn the corner on two or three guys that have the angle on him. Like so to to me, it's it's if Zay Flowers is getting loose consistently, you got major, major problems because then everybody's gonna eat. Yeah. Tyler, who is it for you? Who is that who is the guy you if you could take away one? If you would ask me at the start today, I probably would have been with Clint Zay Flowers, but a segment y'all were doing earlier, I think it's Isaiah Likely, man. Just just purely because of the struggles the Texans have had this year, game in and game out against big-bodied tight ends. Listen, it'll be interesting how they use those two. We could we could see a lot of two tight end sets where they are they are using him and Andrews, and you would think, all right, we're going to cover Andrews, and then Likely, Likely will probably see a lot of one-on-one coverage with the likes of maybe Christian Harris, Blake Cashman. It's likely, likely we'll see one-on-one. That was good. <laughs> that was good, T. Don't rub your eyes, man. What's wrong? Coming up, uh, Texans uh, <laughs> all access. Texans huddle behind us. It's Wednesday, so you hear from uh, another person who's probably disgusted after hearing that uh, general manager Nick Casario 
He will jump on live with the fellas, so stay tuned. Ooh, Nick had that. a clean yeah, Nick yeah. had a clean vest on, he didn't did, he? Yeah, he found that got the, that, that, that uh, Texans logo is a little big one. for me. I see John 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 Harris. Also John Mechie. He will uh be a part of the show tonight as well. Uh and uh and you'll uh, you hear a lot as they get you ready for this huge, huge game uh between the Ravens and your Houston Texans. One thing I will say about it in terms of advantage, Clint. I I don't know how many advantages the Texans do, but I know the one big one they have is when it comes to pressure, that ain't on the Texans. They not they're not gonna be the ones feeling the pressure. That pressure is squarely on Lamar Jackson and the Baltimore Ravens for this game coming into it. They that that part they do have the advantage in terms of how they can approach this game. Yeah, look, this game to me has a real Green Bay Dallas Cowboy feel for it. Big time favorite Baltimore Ravens, uh, young rebuilding team coming to town. Nobody really expects it. Hell, it's a nine and a half point. They're nine and a half point dogs. Um. And if C.J. Stroud and company pull this thing off, the Baltimore Ravens and Lamar Jackson are going to have a real, they're going to have a real strong Dallas Cowboy, Dak Prescott vibe to the conversations going on around them. I, I'm with you, man. I think this is a monster, monster game for the Baltimore Ravens as it as the national narrative forms around Lamar Jackson. He's got his bag. He's got weapons. Um, he's had experience in the in, in the in the playoffs, yeah, although it's lose. not been good experience. He's been there. Um, I mean, this they'll is be, a monster be game. On his ass. If oh. he loses this game to the Texans, on, seven, yeah, they'll, they'll be all on his ass. All right, Nick Casario coming up as soon as we get done. Clint, great job. Tyler, great job. Shout out and man and, and great thanks to uh, Brandon Scott who joined us and gave us the Texans report. Uh, we uh, will continue rolling as we do huge week here in Houston. Great job all around. I am Ron Hughley, as always, Houston. We love you, baby. Nope, I'm not doing it. I want to have a really <laughs> nice – I wanted to start – I want to do this. Hello, Houston. Hello. Welcome up to – How you doing, Ron? Hey, Ron. How you doing, Ron? Ron. You better not come in here with no, no rug burns on your knees. I'm going to have some serious I'm a pacer. Oh, God. I, 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 it's Ron I and Courtney doing it I told you, I play the game. I will, I'm diving for catching. I'm keeping my feet in bounds. And the world's all right with me. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.